What's up, good people? It's Tim Shropshire, and you're tuning in to my favorite podcast, the Christian Music Guys Podcast, <laughs> the best in the city. On today's episode, we sit down with Tim Shropshire. Tim's a comedian and social media influencer with over 60,000 followers on Instagram. He blends his humor and his love for Christ together in a way that's reaching thousands of people every day. Welcome back to the Christian Music Guys podcast, the podcast for Christian music fans by Christian music fans. Gentlemen, you want to hear a sad story today? I'm always up for a sad story. I got a sad story. I got a sad story. So, um, I mean, I don't know if it's sad. Maybe it is. Imagine if it took you 60 years to graduate high school. 60 years? 60 years to graduate high school. Wow. A man in California recently, 78 years old. So when he was 18, so here's what happened. So he's 78 now and he just got his diploma and walked the stage, got his diploma with all the other 17 and 18 year olds in the class of 2022 at 78 years old. Because what had happened at the age of 18, uh, he had some issues and he missed school. He got suspended and he missed his final semester or he missed his final exam. So he couldn't graduate. Well, he did summer school when he was 18, way back in 1962, so he could graduate in 1962. But what happened was when it came time for them to give him his diploma, he had a book that went missing. And the book that he was missing cost $4.80, which for an 18-year-old in 1962, $4.80 was quite a lot of money for him. So he didn't have it. And so he never got his diploma. And the high school calls this man. They track him down. They find him. This year, uh, 60 years later, he's now 78. They found his diploma from 1962 in a filing cabinet that had been at the school all these years. They contacted him and asked him if he'd like to walk. And so finally, after 60 years of not getting his diploma, at the age of 78, he walked across the stage and was able to flip his tassel to the other side. Class of 2022. Hmm. A long time. So now he has to uh, complete college. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now he's got to start college. Yeah, that's a good now, one. Now he's got to have a think of a career to do. I mean, he's got oh, the man. rest of his life he's ahead of his, him. He's got his whole life ahead of him now, right? He's got a. Uh, you know, the obligatory fast food job first, you know, you got to get a job at fast food or some kind of. So my question is, is if he just now graduated or high school, why was he not trying to figure that out all those years? I guess. You know what I mean? To have a diploma and to go to college because you can't go to college without your high school diploma. Mm, You can. It's just a little more, it's a little more expensive, but you can. I have a friend who was not a high school graduate and didn't huddle, did not hold a GED either. And he was able to go to college. It's, it's not common, but it can happen. But mm. I don't know if he went to college or not, but um, $4.80 is what kept him from graduating for 60 years. Well, we had a really good conversation with Tim. Uh, it was great to get to know him and catch up with him. 
And as you'll see, he's hilarious and really has a heart for the Lord. So let's go ahead and get into the interview with Tim Shropshire. So, Tim, you guys just uh, took a trip to London. So be honest with us, because uh, we saw the videos of, you know, the food reviews in London. Uh, now that you're back, and you've had some time to reflect on that. Uh, tea and crumpets or Chick-fil-A sandwich? Uh, Polynesian sauce will always win in my book. <laughs> <laughs> I can't live with the crumpets and the tea all my life. That's a, that's a, that's a once a year thing. All right. Uh, I feel that one. Now, were you were you really that surprised by the heat? No, I feel I was. That was yeah. Hey, you can't fake sweat. I don't care. You can fake a lot of. <laughs> you can fake a lot of stuff, but you can't you can't fake no heat. That heat gonna take over you. And so, uh, so I mean, I talked to the manager, and um, actually happened to be the GM that was there, and uh, he said, "Yeah, we I think they have the highest spice level in the world as far as for Popeyes." Wow. For Ooh. so that particular location has the highest spice level, and I think the U.S. is probably number four, number five on the list. So it was hot, brother. Wow. It was hot. Wow. So if you don't, if you had allergies, you don't have any more. Oh man, you was uh, I, I felt cleansed. You know, I felt, <laughs> I felt good and cleansed. So not only yeah. in your nasal passage, but you know the other the other cleansing as well. <laughs> hey, hello. Hey, hey, we was hey, clear through and through. It was clear yeah. through and through. <laughs> cleansing fire, cleansing fire. So, so Tim, the most important question of this whole interview, probably one of the most important questions you've ever been asked in your whole life, is have you ever slapped another comedian? Um. Okay. I guess he was a comic. So I did get into a little fight <laughs> in college. He was a comic. Uh, it was a... Uh, I, I slapped one of my friends. This first time, this is probably the one and only time I ever slapped somebody. And, just, uh, and so I, I guess you can't. I guess we can count him as a comic. He was a comic at the time. I guess he, he's not a comic. No, he's a lawyer now. But uh, no. he uh, he got drunk. <laughs> he got drunk one night, and I and and I and I slapped him in the back of the head, and because uh, oh. I was upset. Because I know when yeah. you get drunk is is a bad thing. And I was trying. But to you didn't smack him. You didn't smack him in the face like a girl then. So oh man, no good. man. That was a rough <laughs> night. That was a rough night for comics all around the world. It was like, ooh, well, we're gonna get slapped when we talk about somebody. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> oh man, I said I, I just I didn't believe it was real. I didn't I just like now I mean, a lot of people thought it was staged. This really happened. Yeah. yeah. And he I, handled it like awesome. It was too like slow, I said, man. Was I just knew they had a movie come. <laughs> I was waiting for the next morning. For the Chris Rock and Will Smith movie trailer to drop, like I just knew uh, yeah. it was on stage, like, and that was a yeah. scene from the movie. No, uh, he yeah. slapped him. No. I said, "Oh, yeah, that was that was different. That was uh, different. Yeah, it was very well, different." But well, all slaps aside, how did you get your start in comedy? <laughs> how did I get my start in comedy? Um, uh, I, I opened up for a. a, a now a mentor, well, mentor turned auntie to me. Her name was Karen Canyon and uh, opened up for one of her shows that she had in Greensboro, North Carolina. But really that all kind of started because I read my pastor's book called Understand Your Divine Calling. At the time, I had lost my scholarship playing football. 
uh, 1.4 GPA. Ooh, don't remember. Um, uh, 22 citations in the dorm room. And I was like, man, this football thing ain't going too well. What is my purpose in life? Because it don't look like I'm going yeah. to the league. And uh, and the way my 40 time was, I already knew I wasn't going to the league. But I had to blame it on something else. You know what I'm saying? So, um, honestly, I read my pastor's book um, one week. And, um, and discovered after reading that book that, man, not only do I love playing football, I love making people laugh. And I said, God, what in the world? And then he just showed me literally in the vision. So mine didn't come from me watching, you know, how everyone says they watch it, Richard Pryor, watching Eddie Murphy. And like, oh, that's how I knew. That's what I wanted to do. No, mine came from sitting in church on the left side of church. And the pastor was doing a call to discipleship and... I was already saved, but when he said, he said, answer the call. And when he said that, I kind of spazzed out into a vision. I saw a lower deck of people than the upper deck of people. And there was me standing on stage with a black suit, holding the mic with a white shirt. And I heard clearly, that's what I want you to do, stand-up comedy. I cried, like, what the heck just mm. happened? And from then on, I was, yeah. I, it, that's, that's my story. That's what started. That's awesome everything i wish i could say you know the traditional route i was watching comic view one night a dev jam and i was like oh i went on stage because my friend got me onto an open mic and nope (laughs) that's how it happened for me and we've been rocking out since 2008 yeah it's awesome yeah i mean i I think that's really awesome because uh (laughs) there's no other comedian that's going to be like the Lord, and then and then <laughs> take it up with him. You don't like funny. my comedy? Take it up with him. If you're not funny, then you can't blame it on the Lord. You like, oh, the, did he really tell you that? Did the Lord tell you? <laughs> you sure it was Jesus? <laughs> oh, you sure? So I got to be careful. I got to make you sure, sure it wasn't that indigestion. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's why I got to kill it on stage because they be like, oh, you uh, you making yeah. Jesus look bad. So. <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, I, I, I tell that story and I, I try to be, you know, over spiritual with it. It's not. I'm like, hey, man, you know, mine's a different approach because I started out with stand up. I started doing stand up. I've been, I'm what, 10 years, 12 years in stand up, and I'm just now headlining clubs or even not even just headlining clubs. I'm just now getting into clubs, doing clubs. I've been doing churches for the last 10 years and I never even yeah. considered going to. A Caroline's or Stardom or however. So um, I was just getting booked so much by churches. So, so yeah. yeah. If you get my kids, Tim, I got I got four kids. So somebody gonna somebody gonna run out. Just letting y'all know. Listen, <laughs> if you hear, I've got four kids as well. Any moment they could just bust. They could just bust. Yeah, them I'm waiting. I'm moment. waiting for one. I, I, I think somebody it. just started the party just now. Uh, so Tim, who makes you laugh the most? Who's your favorite comedian? Uh, my favorite. I love Ricky Smiley. I love your. I love mm-hmm. as far as stand up, Jamie Foxx creativity. I love it, man. Um, I, it's, it's it's a wide wide range, wide range of comics. And then you know, since I'm, you know, again, I'm ten years in comedy, twelve years in comedy, but I'm still a I'm still like a student of it. I'm still a mm-hmm. student of comedy, so. Um, so uh, I, I appreciate all types of, you know, all types of comics, all types of, um, you know, going to London recently, just kind of, you know, opened me up to, you know, international comics, you know, probably don't even know their names, but it's their style, their writing style, their ability to embrace the crowd. I'm a storyteller. So 
um, someone's ability to hold the room. So uh, I'm a sponge, so I learn from everybody off different types of comics. So yeah. I'm just a student of the game right now. No, I, I think that's a great that's a great place to be. Is uh, always always a student, always a learning that mindset. Never arrived. Like you're always always getting better at your craft. Mm-hmm. Most definitely, most definitely, most definitely. So I had to, you know, again for me for doing comedy strictly in churches, like I had to embrace the whole, you know, you know, comics that probably don't have a clean set, and and uh, being able to sit through it and listen to it, and um, and like okay, it's all good, but just appreciate the art form. You know the writing style. You know, so uh, that's the biggest thing. I had to really open myself up and still be able to be clean when I'm on stage, no matter what. You know, so it's because that's my standard. So yeah, man. Yeah. So um, you were soaking up things from the UK comics. Does that mean you're gonna start putting the accent in some? Of man, your no, man. Some of them guys was ooh, Jesus. Um, let's let it know we we hold it down here in the states, man. We hold it down. We hold it down here in the states. It's, sometimes it's a different form of humor. Uh, a little bit drier, and um, I was like, "Oh, okay, all right. I, I, I see what you did there. I see what you're trying to do." So um, we got it going on over here, man. <laughs> so Tim, you've been—you said 2008 is when you started comedy. Uh, what out of out of those years? What has been one of your greatest moments um, as a stand-up comedian that you can talk about? Um, greatest moments, man. I, I feel like you know. Keywords moments with an S. It's been, it's been a lot of different things that have happened that just kind of, I don't know if that's one thing that trumps the other, but but I, um, I think I think one time when uh, I was in Hampton, Virginia, performing in front of eight thousand people to hear eight thousand people laugh at the same time, is a feeling I never. I, it's it's hard to describe, man. Is I've I've made several nursing homes laugh. All right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I've done, done the smallest of shows in the fellowship hall of a church, you know, basement of a school. Uh, but to make when you when you sit in an arena and they laugh and they man, like I I I couldn't even go to my next joke. I had to. It hits you so fast in the chest and it fills you. You're like. Mm-hmm what just happened so that was probably one of them you know uh you know biggest greatest moments and then you know i'll be honest with you getting a check that you like you pay me you, you pay me for this for, for that yeah. so so exactly. your first big check you know um when you're like yeah. i just got paid to do for 30 minutes you pay me this like this is real i'm not gonna lie man yeah. when you when when you go on yeah. from I remember the first time I, I I charged a lady, my first time charging a lady, I charged her $50. And she was like, ooh, that was over our budget. I said, don't got you to say 35 And, uh, uh. and <laughs> so to go from overcharging $50 for a show to getting a nice sizable check yeah. that that you know how long at your job you would have to work to get that, um, mm-hmm. that's mind-boggling. You know, so um, so yeah, those two moments—the the big crowd, and the big check—that's probably the most biggest moments, to be honest with you. Now, now some restaurants, when they open up, they frame their first dollar bill. You know, did you frame your first? I paycheck did. I did. Catch that, baby. The first All time right. I got twenty-five hundred dollars one time, I framed it, and um, at least I, I I framed a little check stub. 
Um, I cashed yeah. chips. <laughs> I cashed. I cashed. I think I cashed before I got the parking lot. I thought I did a next try to. <laughs> I was like, "This ain't real. You gotta, you got, this thing gotta clear twenty four hours. You gotta do something. This ain't real." Yeah. <laughs> ah, that's awesome. Now, what's what's been one of your like biggest moments where it didn't go over so well? Told a joke, maybe you got a something thrown at you. Or, yeah, I, <laughs> like a big I, biggest bomb moment. Yeah, I think the thing that stands out to me the most is probably back at a church at the church in in Lawnburg, North Carolina. Um, and it's so deep in the country and I'm on stage for 30 minutes and I probably got two laughs and I was like, yo, I, I said these jokes yesterday at another church and it was killing. Like what in the world? <laughs> it got to the point. My wife was in the back was like, she gave me that finger like, Hey, wrap it up, wrap it up, wrap it up. And I was like, yo, and when the guy got the mic back, he was like, Hey, we tried. I was like, no. <laughs> Oh. And, I was like, hey. and then he said y'all know pastor don't like laughing here here at this church so uh we tried to bring in a comic to kind of ease things over but we'll try another time and and so they pulled me to the side early and they was like uh hey man you you were hilarious i was like well, who, who? and he was like nah you was hilarious he was like but the pastor doesn't believe in laughing in the church so uh so uh what? it was so uneasy for the people to try to laugh knowing that the pastor didn't approve it. Cause so he oh, oh man. man. So I was like, that's what happened. I was like, all right, let me get my money and leave. So uh but yeah, I think that was probably I haven't really I haven't really necessarily bombed on stage. I had some close calls though. I had some close calls. Uh I was uh I got yeah. that. Um Bob Sumner, he's the one who discovered pretty much all the urban comics that you see on you know, Def Jam and all the your Mike Epps and all of those. Mm-hmm. So I did a showcase for him uh, one time in North Carolina and uh, I ain't start off good. My boy was like, hey, reel it in? He was in the back like, reel it in, bro, reel it in. <laughs> and so uh, we got it together, but I was on my way to bombing. I was on my way. So it's it, uh, when you you can feel it, that's one thing that you can't deny on stage is you can't, you can't deny when you're yeah. killing. And you can't deny when you're being killed. So, uh, you know, it, it's, so, uh, it, it's, it's one of them feelings that you're going to – it's an honest feeling. Yeah. Well, like you said, you know, when those 8,000 people were laughing, it, it probably helps you, you know, motivates you to be even funnier. And, you know, you got the crowd at the moment when that many people are yeah, laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think every time you're on stage, just like with anything that you all do, professionally, all that good stuff – um, you know, state like I always say, stage time is valuable time. I think that was, that was the biggest reason why I wanted to perform in London was to see if my brand of comedy translated over there. You know, we got culture differences, but yeah. no language barrier. I just wanted to see. I just, I just want to see, man. Can do folks in London laugh at these jokes? And uh, that don't look yeah. like me, don't talk like me, does not understand anything about Fayetteville, North Carolina, and to see them yeah. laugh, it was like boom. So comedy or public speaking or whatever you do it's nothing but confidence it's confidence so yeah. the more confidence you have on stage so those are, it's all confident boosters so god has given you a big platform with your comedy uh to christians and now to yeah. non-christians um so what is it like to be in the that position where you're you're on Man, i love it i love i mean uh, one of the biggest things was, you know, at the end of the day, my, 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 my pastor, he passed away 2012, I believe, but he told me before he passed away, it's like, man, comedy is just a means to present the gospel. 
you know. So um, at the end of the day, I, I, I have to always remind myself that because um, I don't want to get so caught up in, you know, trying to be the funniest this or being that. At the end of the day, I know I'm being used. <laughs> I know I'm being used. It's just a setup, you know. Um, and then, you know, so one of the things that got me, um, even doing shows outside of church, it was like, man, you, you know, we called to bring the light into dark places. And so you, not just to bring the light to the light. So, um, so it, I, I, it's an honor. It's an honor, you know, for me. Um, I love that I can be able to be clean in, in front of, you know, any crowd, you know, I love it that I could be able to hold my own and I don't have to be, and it's not a more of, it's not an arrogance thing of being clean too. It's not one of the things like, hey, I'm clean, I can do. Yeah. It's natural. People always ask me, dude, I, I, how do you yeah. stay clean? I'm like, I ain't put on no act. Like this, this who I am. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you would hang with me and ride with me, you know, we, we, we drive down to Atlanta, this the same shrop. This the same, but this is who I am. I'm just, I'm just 10 times crazy on stage, but, um, but it's just who I am. So it's an honor. It's an honor to represent. And uh, and I and again, at the end of the day, I love people. It don't matter if you say black, white, whatever. Like I just love people, and and I and I I love making sure everybody. All right, I love my heart is to entertain, you know, and make sure you cool, make to empower people. So I love people, and uh, that's what it boils down to. Now, and I love to talk. I talk to anybody. It's my daddy's fault. I ain't no, I ain't met no stranger yet. <laughs> I ain't let no strength. I, I'm, I'm yeah. country. I just I pick up a conversation. My wife's like, yeah, you, she yeah. went to school with you. I'm like, no, nah, you don't know, no. But her son in his second year at NC State. She's like, how you know that? Like I ask questions. So, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. that's just me, man. Yeah, I've had you know I've heard preachers say you know they've had other preacher friends tell them, man, if you tone down your message, your church could grow. <laughs> so much bigger you know thousands of people have you ever had anybody or a fellow comedian or anybody say man if you just start using language or tell dirty dirty jokes you would be like big like you know the big nah big I, I haven't had anybody tell me that for me personally but i did someone did say that for their brand so they were clean and then they said man hey i hey i just want to let you know the next show that you're gonna hear me do man it ain't clean because i realized that there's a there's a ceiling that you hit we're doing clean comedy. And he said, I think I hit that ceiling. So just letting you know, I'm, you know, I'm going to drop a few F-bombs tonight. And I'm like, all right, do your thing, man. And when he performed. Yeah, um, I've seen Taylor. I've seen Taylor do that set. <laughs> Taylor was coming up the storm, man. <laughs> no, nah, man. You know, more about and I listened to my buddy set and, and. And to be honest with you, I'm like not even being not over spiritualizing or anything. And I was like, I didn't see really a need for him to change up, you know, because it really wasn't it didn't, it, it, didn't, it didn't add nothing to it. So it was just one of those things that just what it was. So, so you you dip in, into some music and uh, checked out a few of your YouTube videos, your song, My Pleasure, Moo Moo. Uh, it definitely definitely has a Casey and Georgia you know, vibe to it. I thought know. everybody, um, everybody want to be an R&B singer. You know, I don't I know think, if y'all want to be rock stars. I don't know. I don't know what that uh, want to be, you know, if I, was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I can't rap. I, can't I think rap, Tim Hawkins so I, needs, I, I got a little, you right. I got a little Casey yeah. and Jodeci kind of vibe on me. <laughs> yeah. 
hey, I think I think Tim Hawkins needs to watch out because I mean that that song was pretty sweet, like you know some Polynesian sauce at Chick. You asked me who was my fa- my favorites um, in comedy, and that's why that's probably one of the reasons why I mentioned Jamie Foxx is his ability okay. to kill it on stage, and I just love the fact that he was able to at the end was you know. He like he sung to the people in a comical way. I thought that was so dope. Mm-hmm. So I always wish I could, you know, I get lucky on some notes sometimes. I might have to auto tune my voice or something, you know. But, <laughs> but uh, I, 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 that's probably one thing. I got new not to let me play piano or anything, you know, instruments. Cause I, I probably playing and singing, but uh, but I don't know my notes like that, man. Yeah. Are you are you wanting to venture more into doing some songs like man? Know, yeah, songs I always or, had a joke. We're serious. Yeah, I had, we're serious I had a stuff. jokes and jam. I, I still got it in me to the one. You know, I was I was I was coming up with some stuff today, and um, I had to I had to ride out here to South Carolina today, and so on the way here it was like three hour drive, and so I was I was coming up with stuff. I was putting my everybody was sleeping in the car, so I hit the voice memo and I started. Put some stuff down, and and then yeah. um, a business brand that I'm doing a promo for. I'm like, man, I think they need a jingle. So I started working on a jingle for them, and I'll throw it <laughs> to my music board. Let them, let them, let them kind of you know do their thing with it. But yeah, I, I always feel like I need to have like a summer album or an EP with just you know I like old school soulful music, R and B vibe, you know, and I'm. And if you need three head, uh, if you need three, hey, let's guys, do it. We're game. Let's do it, man. I, <laughs> hey, some backup. Make thing happen, man. So, I, I, I <laughs> actually a fourth. We can get Taylor man, too. Let's do know. it. Like, I ain't playing, man. We can, we can, we can do a little something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tim. So the next thing we've got for you, uh, it's kind of a rapid fire, uh, just asking you questions, and you just answer with the Ooh. first thing that comes to your head. Uh, we call it favorite things. So we're just going to ask you to describe. We're going to name a topic, and you tell us what your Wait, favorite thing in that category. Let's do it. Sound good? All right. All right. All right. First is mm. food. Go to. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Like oh, wings. Let's go with wings. All right. Favorite mm, movie. Let's go with No Professor. <sighs> part one or part two? <sighs> That's hard. Let's go part one. <laughs> He said professors. Yeah. <laughs> he was he was putting well, them together. I want to now, recreate that thing though. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Now yeah, on that yeah. note though, see yeah. th- now this now this is off talk, but uh, Sister Act One or Sister um, Act Two? Which was the know. one with Lauren Hill? That was two. Sister Act Two. two. Yeah, gotta Sister be, Act that's, Two. Gotta be Sister Act Two. That's then. my yeah. dream. I don't even remember Sister Act One. That that is that's. Th- yeah, that's absolutely the right answer. In high, that one. So in high school, I would fast forward to the scene where she's singing his own, is on the spirit at, at the piano. Oh. I would just go to that part just to hear her yeah, sing. Yeah, that like, That was classic, man. <laughs> yeah, she killed it. All right, uh, favorite Netflix show to man, binge? Netflix show to binge. Uh, what, what did I just want? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I've been on my Star Wars vibe lately. Um, no judgment. Netflix. Um, I don't, man, I don't, I, I can't, I don't know. I, I don't know. Netflix, what I binge on, I can't, I, man, I'm. Is there any shows you binge? I have, but I just. Probably Coco Melon, you got kids. You know, I'm a dad, man. I, I don't watch, I don't watch more Paw Patrol than anything, man. <laughs> So, um, 
I'm the same. Give me a movie with lots of explosions and stuff. Yeah, I'm so I'm so easily entertained. My friends are be like, that te- the acting was terrible. The plot line was blah blah blah. I'm like, I liked it. I, well, I took a blue. It that had lots of up. explosions. I was entertained. Yeah, that's me all day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Favorite song of all time. Favorite song of all time. Oh, my daughter just asked me this. Um. And I'm not a big music person, though. That's why I probably suck at singing. Um, I'll probably say Canton Spirituals, He Will Supply. I love, I'm, I'm a big quartet music fan. So I'm going to go anything okay. anything from the Canton Spirituals from their live from Memphis album is my favorite song. So Okay. All right. Uh, Marvel or DC? Marvel. Who's your uh, favorite preacher? Um, I mean, you never go wrong with a bishop T.D. Jakes. You know, he get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. I mean, I'm I'm more amazed at how this man is still able to preach so hard. Yeah, T.D. Jakes. Yeah, I seen him preach one time. I was like, man, he ain't even like that. Next thing you know, I'm like, it's a trick question. Favorite podcast. Uh, it's these three white guys I listen to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> good answer, good answer. Yeah. I'm a big um, fan of the, of the Pivot. I'll be, I'll be checking them out. Um, uh, Secret to Success with Eric Thomas. I love that. Mm-hmm. And um, Social Proof is is the third third podcast mm-hmm. I I usually listen to a lot, like business and entrepreneurship. So, pretty dope. <laughs> All right, favorite Bible verse? Uh, trust in the Lord with all thy heart, lean not to thy own understanding. That's me, man. All the ways knowledge of Him, He will direct our path, man. Proverbs three five, man, is 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 that's what we live by. All right, last one, Team Will or Team Chris? Hey, I gotta stay with Chris, man. I gotta stay with Chris. Yeah, I gotta stay with Chris. I actually saw him. I um, I saw him twice. I saw him in New York in November, and then I just saw him in Charlotte. He stopped by the comedy club, and and so it was dope to see him do his thing, man. So, so uh, yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go with Chris on this one. You know, you know, Will listens to our podcast. Man, it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. I just want to say yeah. that about Jada. I'll be good. You know, yeah, so. we don't talk about Jada no more. Jada. <laughs> I'm like, man, oh, I love the show. I, I haven't, even, I haven't even watched this new show on Peacock, the Bel Air. I ain't even uh, watched that. Yeah, I haven't either. Right. It's totally different. To I, be honest with you, I ain't watched it. I, 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 I I'm, I'm horrible when it comes to movies and TV, man. I feel like I'd be, I'd be working all the time. So, Tim, what's coming up for you here this summer? Uh, what's the future? What, what can we expect to see from you? Yeah, I'm hitting the road. Um, um, just doing some shows. So, I'm doing a tour called Now and Never, and uh, basically, it's just, um. It's, it's really a way of life is, you know, and, and it's kind of a mood that I want to be in and saying basically, um, you know, just do it basically, you know, it's now or never. So basically stop talking about it, go get it. If you're not going to do it, you know, now you're probably never going to do it. So um, hitting the road in my case, you know, 
hit it with social media and having followers. Sometimes you typically try to wait till you hit a certain number before you get on the road and and uh, wait for that perfect time. And I said, man, it's now or never, man. Go go with what you have. Don't under don't undervalue and don't undermine you know the presence that you currently have. So let's make it work. And so um, so doing shows and creating more content. Hey, maybe make them like, hey, maybe make some more songs. We'll see. But I just want to be faithful over the gift, man. Just just creating content. I just, I just want to just empty out this brain. I, I got so many ideas. And so uh, I spent almost three, four hours early this morning just writing out concepts that I've been storing in my brain. I said, man, so um, they would just want to execute on. That's pretty much that. Just creating content, man. That's all. Awesome. Where can people keep up with you? So, yeah, um, I'm heavy on Instagram, Facebook. I need to do better on TikTok. Um, we'll see. I, I, I ain't got a lot of dance moves, you know. So, uh, <laughs> that, and, um, and then we really want to push you too. I think, you know, for me, I, 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 I was really pushing Instagram and Facebook so much. And um, one thing I learned when I was in, 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 um, in London and just talking to people that probably don't even know me, the first thing they ask for when they want, you know, they, they talk about a video, um, they say, man, what's your YouTube? And I got to really get my YouTube because the way my dad brags on me and he said, go, go, go to YouTube, go, go to YouTube, yeah. my son, type in disruption. <laughs> I'm like, dad, I don't even got that on YouTube. Bro. So uh, <laughs> type, type my son name and he is a comedian. So uh, my dad, he is my biggest fan. So I, I need to have a really successful YouTube channel page because the way my dad brags on me, uh, he had like a, I got like a million videos and a million followers on uh, on on YouTube. So 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 let's 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 uh, go ahead and add YouTube. You you're gonna have a very successful yeah. YouTube page. Awesome. Well, to wrap up, um, we just like to ask a question. If uh, there's something that you would be willing to share that maybe God has recently done in your life, uh, just to build up our listeners' faith. Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me is it goes back to the name of my tour, Now or Never. Um, And just knowing that God is with you. And uh, don't overthink it, man. Um, You're chosen. You're called. You're the one. You have everything you need. You don't need anything else. You don't got to go over here. You got everything you need on the inside of you. And so just to operate in the gift that he has given you uh, and, and, and say to move forward, um, going to uh, London again, I'm going to keep on plugging that because, man, that was a really eye opening experience for me um, going to another country and the way God provided, God showed me. Um, I, I was amazed that um, I follow Kevin on stage. You know, it's another comic as well. He's online. I saw. Um, I saw it late. I saw, um, you know, I got sixty thousand followers on on Instagram. He has like a hundred, like a like a, a million, one point four million. So I saw this girl yeah. who had one of his shirts on, like his fans, and I was like, yeah, it's it says stage crew, and I was like, yo, yeah. I said, Kev on stage got fans out here in London. So I saw her and I was like, hey, I see you with your stage crew show. I see you, girl. We're in the airport in London, England. And she looks up. She says, Tim, oh, my God. Can, can I get a picture with you? I'm like, hold on. What's your, what's your? And so God was just showing me. He's like, man, I know you said you got this many, but I can still use you where you at. And so don't undermine where you're at in your walk. And, and, and trust me, with your little bit that you think you have, you're still making impact. 
So trust what God has for you and, and just be faithful over it. Do your best and um, and watch God work. Watch God work with your little bit. If you think it's a little bit, your little bit of somebody's a lot. And so um, just be faithful over what you have. You have everything you need within you, man. He's with you. So that's it. Your loaves and fish can add up to a lot if you offer it to him. Come on now. And you put some you put some um, Texas Pete on that thing too. Yeah. Well. Some, Dan, some Danos, <laughs> little Danos. <laughs> uh. Now just awesome. remember when you go to make some uh, more music videos, keep us in mind. Man, three gingers. Y'all, hey, look, don't play with me, man. We'll we'll, we'll do. It. I, <laughs> I look. I gotta switch it up a little bit too. You know. So we got the mics, bro. We got the mics. Hey, hey, we can we can really make it happen. You know, with, with social media, you, like I was telling somebody. Keep it simple, man. Just keep it simple. You don't, we don't got to do a lot. Just keep it simple. Well, look, I'll be following up in two weeks. We'll make some music. We got to. All right. Well, thank you, Tim, Thanks for your so time. Much, Tim. Hey, man, appreciate you guys. Thanks for, for letting me be on, man. Thanks again, Tim, for sitting down with us. We had a great time with you. Thanks again, listener, for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. And before you go, remember to check us out wherever you find podcasts. Recommend us to your friends. If you do us a favor, uh, go ahead and leave us a review with five stars. It certainly is helpful for us. We really appreciate it. We are a listener-supported podcast, and you can find information on how to join our team at christianmusicguys.com, as well as find information about past episodes, upcoming episodes, and what we're up to. We'll see you next time.